When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. Artist. Nicholas Cole. Vincent Ingala. Jonathan Fritzen. And news with the smoothest show on the internet radio. Your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz, the evening edition. It's Tuesday, January 7, 2004. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. If you would like to join us um, in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Freeport Jazz Picture. That will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485. 646-716-5485. This evening, we are joined by... By, um, Mr. Scott Marville. He is one of the members of the group Freeport Jazz, and uh, they have a CD out that we're going, we will be discussing called Live at the 2012 Hillsboro Jazz Festival. Scott, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Oh, thank you very much. Um, it's a pleasure to have you on. Um, we sh- will be joined later on by the drummer, Tony Testa, and possibly the saxophonist, Steve Thornton, and the keyboardist, um, ja- uh, Joe-, Joe Daniels. And here's a call now. Let's see who this is. Hi, this is Terry. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Yes. Yeah. Steve Ooh. Thornton. Ooh. Yeah. That, that's our man. That's Steve Thornton on sax. I love your voice, Steve. Say something else. <laughs> <laughs> and, Happy uh, New Year to you. Happy New Year to you too, Steve. Welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, Harry, he is our—he's our front man, and that's not just because of his voice. He's a—he's a Mr. Personality. He's, gosh, he can control an audience. Wonderful guy. Great person too. So. Wow. Well, welcome both. To, welcome to both of you. Um, so now, Scott. Let's start with the background of the group, and um, tell us how Freeport got started. Well, Freeport actually started um, back in 1981 out of Philadelphia, where I'm originally from. And uh, that started uh, uh, just as some friends got together and just kind of uh, played a little bit and jammed here and there and shared a couple bands here and there. And um, we just kind of really felt that we had something going. You know, some some good fusion, some good, uh, back then, smooth jazz. Uh, we were playing it, but it was just R&B minus the vocals, you know. So, um, yeah, well, it, really, that's how it got started. Uh, the name came from a T-shirt that the drummer was wearing at the time, and we just thought that really felt like a, um, felt and sounded like a good uh, jazzy kind of name, Freeport. So, 
that's how it, that's how that band started. All right, we have another call. Um, area code three three six five four nine. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hey, how you guys doing? This is uh, Tony Testa, the drummer for Freeport. Hi, Tony. Welcome to the show. Excellent. Thank you. How are you? I am well, thank you. Meet my co-host, Mike Reynolds. Hey, Mike. How? Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing well. And uh, Scott and um, Steve are on as well. Oh, excellent. Sorry for running a few minutes late, guys. (laughs) No worry about it. Not a problem. Um, So, Scott, uh, you... Yeah. um, I read that you left Philadelphia and went Mm -hmm. to, was it North Carolina? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's North Carolina. Okay, so you started the band in Philadelphia, and then you left and went to North Carolina. Um, was that for personal, professional reasons? Uh, I would have to call it personal. I jokingly say that was due to my first midlife crisis. Um, I was hmm. uh, 31 when I left Philadelphia, and uh, I had bought a sailboat and headed south, and I just wanted to see what the world would offer me as I head towards uh, either, you know, the islands or Florida. And um, so that's – so uh, actually my boat – my boat broke down in Baltimore, Maryland, and I jumped on another boat as a crew member, and we were off the coast of uh, North Carolina, and the boat started sinking. And the Coast Guard towed us into uh, Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina, and that's how that's how and why I got to North Carolina. Okay, and now is that where you you met the rest of the the members of the band, Tony and Steve and Joe? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, a little history here: um, Joe and Stephen have um, known each other and played together for many many years here in this area, which is Central North Carolina, and. Um, Steve, uh, you can mention if how you and uh, Joe met. Mm-hmm. Well, um, God, let's say um, maybe 30 years ago, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Um, There's a lot. Yeah. And, and, and um, actually, we, we weren't playing at the time. I kind of was in the class with his sister. And, uh, hey, this is my brother Joe, and I've seen Joe play in other groups, and I just get into the playing scene then, and um, we just happened to cross, you know, in another group. Uh, he was playing keyboards, and I was playing in an R&B band back in the 70s. Okay. So, uh, it kind of just jail and we've been clicking ever since you know and went to undergraduate school together and uh went to Winston State University here in Winston Salem North Carolina and uh, I see majored in music and um of course he was one of the seniors when I got there and uh he kind of what you might say followed the seniors by the example that they set back then and um <laughs> you take some and you Keep some and throw some away, and that's how we've been doing it. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, Tony, um, how do you guys, when you were putting together this this uh, live CD, how do you guys come together and talk about, you know, what it is you want to do, how you want the CD to sound and feel? Yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, we, uh, 
you know, interestingly enough, I would say our, our live performances probably differ every time we play. Uh, mm-hmm. The song structure remains the same, right? The changes and, and how we uh, migrate into the different songs. But Steve uh, does a great job of kind of leading the band based on, you know, what the crowd feel is and participation and, and trying to keep the uh, the mood and feel going. So we'll roll into different songs and we'll stretch, you know, certain sections out longer depending on kind of how the crowd is, is reacting. So from a, a song structure side, that's really what led how we played at, at the Hillsborough concert. And it was a great crowd. We had a lot of activity, people up dancing, uh, a lot of kids running around playing in front of us. And so there's a lot of good energy there for the show. Uh, in the mix down, you know, this was uh, really the first opportunity I've had to, to actually mix and, and master a CD. And so we as a group just continually got together and, you know, we looked and uh, listened and plugged in and, you know, really wasn't a lot of of correction or that kind of uh, activity on the CD in terms of notes and, and cutting and phrasing. It was more just really finding how to, to make the sounds the way we want them to sound. Uh, and we were happy. Yeah, we ended up getting a very clean cut for the CD for uh, for a live recording, and there's a couple bonus tracks of some studio work that we did as well uh, that we put on the uh, the back end of the CD. You okay. know, that was the question that I I, I had. Uh, you know, now when you guys added these studio uh, tunes, was that planned or did that just happen after you needed some more music to add to the CD? Mm-hmm. Well, that that was. Um I think it was planned, to be honest. In fact, on that CD, uh, Mike, you'll hear and see there is a studio version of our current single, which is After the Rain, and then there's a live version as well. And um, I actually wanted that, uh, well, actually, we all felt that that would really be a nice comparison for the listeners because a lot of us who are into this type of music really, really want to hear... Uh, almost different translations of the same songs and a different approach of of the songs. And that's why we go and see our favorite artists once, twice, three, and keep going because it's going to be different all the time. So I personally, I wanted that. It wasn't a, you know, for lack of a better term, a track filler or, or, or an album filler, so to speak. But I really wanted to compare. I wanted people to have... Uh, it's hard to explain. I wanted people to be able to hear and feel the same song, if that makes sense, but but hear it and feel it differently. The single came first. Yeah, okay. yeah, we did first. Then we did we the did uh, live CD. Okay, so now when you decide this is your first live CD, correct. So did you guys decide, uh, or was it? Um, suggested to you that when you performed at Hillsboro that it should be that you would make that a live CD? Well, we we know that when when we play live there's, there's just a whole different type of energy than in a studio. And and uh you know the studio energy is a little bit reserved and not uptight, but you're really on your toes. You're really kind of like listening as you're playing, making sure that everything is going just right. But with the live CD, when we were when we play live, we really just kind of let the music come out. Um, you know, there's a saying in jazz: if you play a wrong note, do it twice and it's right. You know, so mm-hmm. we we just wanted to really kind of 
throw us out there, and we're better known for our live performances anyway, and that's where the energy comes out. And Steve, or you know, I always refer to him as a front man, and he doesn't like that, I don't think, but um, <laughs> he just really, man, he just does it. He just does it when when it's live. So it was really a it was our decision uh, early on to just kind of review the upcoming live dates and kind of think which one might be the best. And we chose uh, the Hillsborough Festival. And I think we did a great job capturing it all. And like um, Tony said, you know, there's there were people dancing, kids running around, and uh, that, that energy is there. And if you listen, you can actually hear the kids laughing and playing. And I just think... That is so much better. That's so much more like live music, live jazz than than a tight studio recording. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how long were you on stage? How long were you guys performing on stage? And what I'm trying to I'm trying to um, I'm trying to Wonder. visualize or think to myself: How long were you on stage to play long enough or have enough music to make it a CD? Well, we like, we were like really one hour set, wasn't it? Okay, I think it was an hour set. Yeah, an hour I set. That's all it was. Okay. Yeah, and okay. I, but we re- we knew we were recording, and and there was not a break. I mean, we just went bam, bam, bam into each song. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, again, we followed Steve. Steve's, you know, I do everything in the back office, and of course Tony does too, and he helps. And but when we're playing and. And we're out there, man. We just follow Steve. If, if he says jump, we just ask how high. So he was, okay. he was bam, bam, bam. Wow, Steve, you are you are the man, huh? You 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 get it done, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, they kind of, <laughs> as they say, they kind of follow. But it's it's not a like, hey, I'm out front, y'all follow me. It's just a kind of vibe off the uh, venue, the people. Uh, how much time we have? I, ask, I always ask Scott how much time we have. That's the thing because mm-hmm. uh, we can we can do one song and blend four songs into one song. Okay. You know. All right. Okay. Yeah, we can arrange. Well, I kind of I just hear stuff in my mind and hey, I tell them to stay there instead of going here. Let's go here, and boom, we do it. You know, that's that's basically how we do it. And okay. That's, and that's and that's a big difference between I would say a solo artist that may go out and hire a player here and there, or a band, you know. And I, I wanted a band. I mean, we've been together, uh, the four of us, I don't think Joe jumped back on or is on, but the four of us, yeah. we've been together solid for about five years, and the previous five years some of the players were in it. But as a group, as a whole, we've been together for about five years, and, and we can, you know, I can tell you when Steve kind of rocks back about an inch on his left heel, that means go to the bridge, you know, and it's just, it's just tight, it's tight, and and we can read each other, feel each other, and it's, it's what music is, you know. Okay, all right. Well, let's take a listen to um, some of the music. I'm going to start with Bag's Groove. Um, oh, yeah. uh, Tony, tell me about this one. Yeah, this is just a great, you know, swing jazz song. Good energy. You know, the tight little pops and, and, and circles within the song that, that really bring a, a good opening feel. Uh, and this this was our opener, and, and many times when we play live, it is. 
Uh, it, it's not an excessively long song, uh, but it just kind of is a, is a great statement and a good energy setter. So we really enjoy it. So look forward to and hope everyone enjoys. All right, this is Bags Groove.
that is from Freeport, live at the 2012 Hillsboro Jazz Festival. All right. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you sound like that. Yeah. Nice I like that. Yes, definitely. I love that one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Like Tony said, we usually kick the night off with something like that or something very, either that song or something really similar just to say, hey, okay, we're here. Okay. <laughs> now, I read this, um, and I think, I'm not sure who said it, and I think, Scott, it may have been you. Um, it says, jazz is a broad term. It is the broadness that we embrace and apply to our material. Was that you, Scott? I, I, yeah, I think so. That sounds like uh, my statement. Okay. Um, how do you feel about the term smooth jazz? Um, I, gosh, I might end our careers right here. Uh, <laughs> I, I've got mixed emotions. I really, really do. I, I like the sen- I, I like. I like the term because it really, it really reaches out and, and connects with many, 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 many people, you know. And and I'm a, I grew up listening to uh, big bands and you know Coltrane and and just all those guys. And there was nothing sort of really organized about that music outside of you got a head, then you know, then you play the melody and then you. You're out there, you know, and then you bring the melody back in and close it. But it's just sort of, it's too, it's almost too organized for me. That's why I always say contemporary smooth jazz. Mm-hmm. And and that's another reason why we'll we'll do like Bag's Groove, you know. I mean, that's 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 an old jazz standard. So I don't I, I don't like anything that I don't like any labels that puts a fence around anything. So I don't want to just kind of you know, put that label on us, and then that's all we can play. And mm. you know, I I want to yeah. keep the okay. I I want to keep the gate of the fence open to allow all types of jazz influence in. If that makes sense. I understand. I understand. Yes. Um, Tony, what is your background in music? Um, have you always played drums? I have. Yes, I uh, grew up in uh, upstate New York, up in Niagara Falls. And uh, a great, great jazz community. A lot of great jazz drummers, Joe Marino, and uh, just a, a great upbringing for both big band jazz as well as some of the smaller groups, uh, local fusion uh, in the Buffalo area. And, uh, yeah, I started, you know, when I was five, probably kicking the pots and pans, and at six I started taking <laughs> lessons. <laughs> and uh, probably by the time I started high school, I was working at music stores teaching. Um, and so just played throughout my career and, uh, you know, I probably started playing in organized jazz ensembles, uh, as early as, uh, you know, sixth grade and junior high, uh, back in the area I was at. And, uh, and we had a heck of a time, you know, we, we asked groups in, in the high school I was at, toured and played at Berkeley and up and down the East coast and had some great competition. So, you know, I was blessed with a, a lot of great musicians to, uh, to learn and play with. And, uh, yeah, drums has always been it for me. You know, I, yeah. I thought about music school, but, uh, you know, when I read sheet music, I see bass drum, snare drum, hi-hat, cymbal, and uh, <laughs> I got to I gotta say, you know, F-A-C-E and every good boy does fine to, to read the regular sheet music, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Steve, what about you? What's your background musically? Well, I um, started kind of early, uh, maybe uh, first, second grade. Okay. Um, 
as far as uh, band and uh, the school system. But uh, I was always around music in church, and my mother and father, you know, my mother was a good pianist and organist, and uh, my dad can sing and play guitar, and um, my neighbors played in bands and um, stayed next door to a band director. Um, I always had my head head in music and always uh, enjoy listening to it, you know, and albums and 45s with the little disc in the middle, you know, I had several of those and just playing them over and over and over and over again and humming the melodies and figuring out how to play them, you know. You sound like Nick Coleon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, I'm sitting here listening to you talk, and you're uh-huh. reminding me of Nicole Leone. Okay. Yeah, I love your voice, by the way, though. I'm well, just going to put that out much. there. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> okay, now, um, I read uh, that you guys shared the stage with a lot of, uh, you know, seasoned major artists, but one was Grover Washington, Jr., and somebody has got to share uh. that story. Well, that's that's me, and um, I was thinking about that just prior to this conver- uh, conversation, and the way that happened, he did an album, uh, the, uh, Reed Seed, which was in the late 70s, and um, I was working with, uh, believe this or not, uh, just a little duo, I mean trio, I was playing with a trio, and being from Philadelphia, which was, and I haven't been there for 20 years, but I'm sure it still is a great music town. Um, the, the, uh, I, I later found out that the husband and wife, which was two of the three, and of course I was a third party, uh, the husband owned uh, Ridge Recording Studios in Philadelphia. And again, that's where Reed Seed was done, Grover Washington's album. And uh, I, I, he liked the way I played, and he asked me if I'd come in and do this session and do that session, and uh, I just became a regular there, uh, playing there. And um, the old label was uh, Delight Records. They were cool, and the gang got started. And um, but it was a, it was a, it was a great studio. But anyhow, he was he was in there working on there, uh, working on that el- album Reed Seed, and. And I was able to hook up with him there, and um, I also did some work with his bassist. Um, I, I recall that he was doing his own project, and and I did some work on that. But yeah, that's how I met Grover, and uh, I met a lot of great people and worked with a lot of great people too. You know, based based out of Philly mostly. Right, right, okay. All right, well, we are talking to Scott Marville, Tony Testa, and Steve Thornton. They are members of Freeport. The current CD is called Freeport Live at the 2012 Hillsboro Jazz Festival. Um, if you would like to call in and speak to the guys, the number is 646-716-5485. I'm going to play, um, let's see, what do I want to play next? I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you, it, I was going to say, um, there's a uh, Swiss radio has has uh, picked us up and they like they're uh, playing uh, tracks two three and five a lot they said so whichever whatever tracks they are <laughs> okay well then let's go with people make the world world go round this is a classic song Tony tell me about why you guys chose this one yeah the uh, you know we we pulled this out of uh, 
out of the list, and uh, you know, I think it was Steve or Joe that kind of grabbed this one to run with, and it's amazing the crowd reaction we get from this, right? And it's, you know, I think Scott has coined a lot of phrases about about the Freeport band, and one of them has been and, and kind of sticks as a tagline: "It's just jazz for all people." And uh, and I think this song says it well, right? I mean, it's about everyone and and the quality and and how we uh, we like sharing music with the world. So uh, I think it goes over great. And uh, like I said, it, it gets great response every time we play it, whether it be in a club, a festival, and we certainly enjoy it. So again, hope everyone enjoys. Thank you, thank you. That's on our upcoming CD. Yeah. Jazzy version of Hall and Oaks. Yeah, check that out. Speaking of Philadelphia, the bass player, he's from Philadelphia. The keyboard player, he's from Cincinnati, Ohio. The drummer, he is from New York. And I'm the only one from North Carolina. I'm from Winston Saint, y'all.
People make the world go round. I like the flute on that. Who's playing the flute? Yours truly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> oh, very nice. Now, um, you got, Scott, you're just are making you making a fan right now, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got the voice and he played the flute real good. Hey, you know. <laughs> oh my goodness! What can I say? <laughs> um, so, um, Scott, are you guys still looking for representation? Well, yeah, we are. Um, mm-hmm. We certainly are. I see that as, in fact, I've got our, uh, I've got our website up, and I do see that that's still there. Um, yeah, we are. We are uh, currently looking. I'll say, um, I've been doing the booking and all the uh, what I call the back office stuff for about ten years now with, uh, with Freeport, this version of the band, and and I could, I I think we could really go a lot further. Uh, we're primarily on the East Coast right now. Um, I say that, but we. Um, um, I also go out and play at um, the Nugget out in Reno, uh, oh, where yeah. a lot of other artists, jazz artists, play. But yes, yes. To answer your question quickly and simply, yes, we are. Okay. And um, so, Tony, are you guys working on a new CD? We've been uh, definitely hitting the recording a bit. It's been slow for the studio type work, as uh, yeah. you know. We, as a group, have <laughs> quite a bit of mixture of of uh, responsibilities and travel. But we uh, we definitely have probably three or four uh, songs that we have uh, a solid studio recording on, and we're uh, we're working on a list of multiple new ones. So. Yeah, it's just finding the time and getting this locked down. Uh, and honestly, when we do it, we, we tend to blow right through it. We get it done pretty quick once we focus in. So we're hoping 2014, we definitely would like to get a, a full studio CD uh, released and pushed out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I assume that you all contribute to songwriting um, in the group and everything. And do you guys always usually agree on a song? Hey, whatever yeah. Steve says. Man. Most of the time, yeah, I would say so. Uh, yes, uh, they have more of the uh, creative uh, ability. I usually do. I'm more of an arranger. Yeah, okay. very much. Yeah, yeah I'm more okay. of an arranger. Uh, we all bring something to the table. I mean, we all we all come from varied backgrounds, but man, we just blend together as people and music. It's so yeah. Well, you got to have well, that that camaraderie, uh, you know, as a group. You guys, everybody has to get along, you know, to make it work. So you guys have done that for the last five years. So you know, kudos to you. Sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that you know I know you guys are going to be trying to put out some new music, and you guys are primarily based in the uh, southeastern part of the uh, country. But uh, have you guys been? I mean, I know you guys probably looked at some other venues or some other promoters, oh, but. Yeah. Uh, have you guys really tried to use like social media to kind of up your presence um, as far as gaining a fan base? Yeah, um, we we certainly have. Um, in fact, that's how I believe I reached out to you. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and man, Mike hit it. You know, for an indie an indie band, which is what I'll call us, an indie band like us. Um, absolutely, social media that has really, really helped us a lot um, to get the fan base uh, grown. And we use uh, 
what are called meetup groups, you know, mm-hmm. where you, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a great resource. Um, and, and, you know, the other thing with Steve, it, it, I guess it's his voice, but wherever <laughs> we go, wherever, wherever we go, he knows somebody and someone comes up to him and they're like old friends or frat brothers or it's amazing. We did a, um, one of, I guess my personal highlights with, uh, with the band, we did the 2008, uh, Savannah jazz festival with, uh, Bob James and Bob Baldwin. And sure enough, you know, Steve knows somebody out there. It's, it's no matter where we are. So, but yeah, well, social media is great for uh, getting the word out, uh, networking as well. Absolutely. Okay, cool, cool. Now I'm on the website and I'm looking at a picture um, of the group. So tell me, let's see, the picture I'm looking at is the one. Um, oh shoot, my my screen just went went away. Okay, so it's a picture of you guys leaning against the wall. Um, It says Mm -hmm. Freeport in red. So from left to right, tell me who the members are. Okay, that that was actually taken just moments after we did our that um, Savannah Georgia festival. So okay, uh, to the left is Steve. Oh, the man with the. All right, Tony's in the yellow (laughs) shirt. The photo you're looking at, right? Uh huh. Okay. Malik, the previous keyboard player who uh, was very instrumental as well, getting this band going, um, he's the one uh, crouched down, if you would. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm and I'm the other guy. I'm in. I'm the other overweight old fat guy. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. All right. Good. That was about. Nice. Um, excuse me. That was about what four or five o'clock in the morning. Oh really? It was late. Yeah, yeah. We had gigs and went down on the on the waterfront and yeah. And man, nice. oh man, it was a it was a big weekend. Yeah, no sleep as, as musicians get no sleep. But we hey, we were out there doing our thing, socializing in the mix and having a good time. And and I've got to give kudos out to the individual who took that photo. That's uh, David Gregory, and he is I'm going to call. Uh, our band photographer, he has been with us from day one, and he travels with us, and no matter where we play, basically almost every photo you see is, is from Dave. So if you're listening, Dave, thank you. Okay, cool. All right, so where are you guys performing next? Uh, actually, it's a local. Um, in, tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right, Steve. Sorry. Yeah, tomorrow night in Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, it's a really nice restaurant. Um, reminds me of my my Philly New York days, and uh, we're there every other Wednesday. So that's actually tomorrow night. So, yeah. Okay, and that's that's Tavo, T A V O. Correct. Okay, T A V O Tavo. All right, and that's in Greensboro, North Carolina. So if you're in the area, go check the Freeport out. Um, they will be there tomorrow night for sure, so definitely check them out. All right, well, I'm going to close the show with another song from the CD, and um, Steve, I'm going to let you pick that. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he, she could have asked me, guys. I have no idea what song is wrong. You know that. Yeah. Uh, I just want to hear Steve talk, that's all. 
okay. So I'll tell you, uh, uh, if you have the back, let's do um, Viva La Funk, I believe is the last one. Yes. In the show with Up Tempo. Okay, and tell me about this one. Well, uh, as I just stated, uh, we're going out. We want to leave you with something you can remember us by. Uh, dancing, uh, foot tapping, uh, a little bounce in your step. Um, something that uh, I think if you want to, you can dance to because sometimes we play jazz and people want to dance and they dance to the jazz that we play. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to play any R&B or dance music, even though we can step into that if we have to. But uh, it um, it's a good song to, to uh, take the show out on. Yeah, okay. and there's no vocals on, on this, but Steve actually does vocals as well. And and uh, on that CD, you'll hear, uh, of course, Steve's uh, doing some lead vocals, and then uh, Joe and I can uh, we, we harmonize as well. So that's something that people are uh, find interesting: the fact that we actually sing as well. So. Okay. Now, Tony, tell us where um, we can find you guys socially, and where uh, people can find your music. That's a great question. <laughs> now, socially, we, uh, you know, we we tend to to go to the uh, the places where we play. Um, oh, I'm and, sorry. And this, I'm sorry, I meant your your social um, media sites. Your social oh, sites. gotcha, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I mean, definitely Facebook. I mean, uh, foremost, I'd say in, in terms of, and, and Scott does a lot of this. We give him a lot of credit for the uh, the marketing effort that he puts in. Um, so if you go to freeportjazz.com, our main website, uh, from there you can link in and find our Facebook page, uh, and that's really where we'll push a lot of the uh, the upcoming shows and dates, uh, a lot of information, of course, and pictures of the band and video clips on the uh, the site itself, or the main webpage, uh, and then from there, like I said, we uh, we try to migrate out to uh, to many of the other sites as we can and, and utilize them. Uh, and again, really big credit to Scott. Uh, he spends a lot of time on on the self marketing of the band and team. And I know, uh, you know, he, he didn't put a lot of emphasis on representation, but I'm sure if we if we had someone help us do all that, it would be a it'd be a welcome sight. <laughs> mm. Well, hopefully, you guys will be able to find someone to you know represent you, yeah. and um, that would be nice for sure. You can also find them on Twitter. You can follow them there at Freeport Jazz. Uh, what about Instagram? Are you on there? Uh, currently we are not. I, I need okay. to start spreading us a bit more, I think. so. All right. Well, you can always find them at their website, Freeport Jazz, Facebook, and on Twitter. All right. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us this evening. I appreciate um, giving us the opportunity to speak with you. Thank you oh, very greatly much. Appreciate appreciate it. We love the music. Thank you so much. Definitely love the music. Yeah, I'm looking at Talking Smooth Jazz Facebook page now myself, so uh, I like it. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, so um, again, we want to say thank you to Scott Marville, Tony Testa, and Steve Thornton. They are members of Freeport. Um, the band is the group is called Freeport, but their website is freeportjazz.com. Pick up the CD, check out their music, and if you're in the Greensboro area, go check them out tomorrow night at Tavo. All right, Mike, anything uh, you want to add before I close out? Um, no, that's it. Like I said, uh, just okay. like I uh, mentioned earlier, you know, the music is 
is nice. I, I love that, uh, you know, people make the world go around. That was nice with the flute and everything. But uh, just like to say kudos to you guys, and, uh, you know, look forward to seeing you guys in the future at the Jazz Festival. Thanks, Thanks very Mike. Much, Mike. Appreciate it. Sounds great. Thank you. All right. Uh, gentlemen, have a great evening. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining in and listening to the show this evening. Um, this is Viva Defunk. Have a great evening. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.